This is Financially Tuned with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Tara Nolan to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Hello and welcome to Financially Tuned. My name is Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. And I'm just going to say right up front that if at any point in the show you have a question, please feel to contact us at 719-210-4242. And definitely check out our website at www.taraenolan.com. We have a lot of great information. We have a calendar with ongoing educational opportunities, so a lot of good stuff there. And we are going to have a special offer today. But let's talk about the show. Today, we're going to be talking about legacy planning. And this applies to everybody, and we're going to get into all that because you've worked so hard saving money for your future, but a legacy is is bigger than just money, and so we're going to talk about that. But before we jump into all those details, let me check in. Tony, how are you doing this morning? Ah, Tara, I am here, and I'm alive and awake today. I, I've had my 20 cups of coffee, so I'm, oh, wow. I'm, I'm ready for the show. Uh, no, uh, but yeah, I'm great. It's a beautiful day as always on the show. And thanks for having me on your radio show once again, Tara. This is going to be a fun one. Obviously, legacy planning and fun, people might not equate the two, but uh, I know that you're going to make it fun for us and we're going to actually learn something about it. So I'm excited. How about you? I know you you always live such an interesting life. Uh, how have you been and what have you been up to? Well, I've just been wrapping up. So, you know, for Donzer and I, we're trying to work towards Grand Prix. And in Florida this year, we were finally able to get over the hump of our pre-St. George test. So it took five years to get my last score. But this year, Donzer stepped up to the plate and said, OK, I'll be a good boy this time. <laughs> That's good. That's so, good. So, you for know, our listeners who don't know, Donzer is the horse. Right, right. That's a good point. So, <laughs> right. Uh, right. You're not talking about Chris, your husband. We're talking about Donzer. And, and it's just nice. And it's the same kind of thing with financial planning where you, it feels like you kind of get stuck where you're working, 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 saving, saving, saving. And it's nice to have that moment where you go, aha, I've made some progress. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I'm happy for both you and Donzer. I'm glad he stepped up to the plate this year, and you're looking forward to that. You've been working hard with uh, with him. I know you love your horses. Uh, you've also been working, you and Chris, uh, your business partner, and happens to be your husband, have been working hard meeting with folks. Uh, meeting with our listeners and your clients, haven't you? Well, we really are staying busy, Tony, because with the new tax law that's come out, there's oh, a yeah. lot of really good opportunities. So we've been meeting with a lot of people going, how do we set you up for success in this time window when we know taxes are probably about as low as they're going to be? And so it's just the right time to really, if you haven't done your retirement planning, to look at it now because taxes we know what they are and what they're going to be. So rarely in the world do we have any known factors. And so right now we have a, a one point that's not a moving target. <laughs> right. Uh, and that's interesting. That's an interesting way to put it. And uh, yeah, the new tax laws, I heard somebody is, uh, say uh, they put it uh, so succinctly and it might've been you 
who told me this, but uh, right now taxes are on sale. <laughs> exactly. A, That's a good a way limited, to put it. <laughs> it's a limited time uh, situation, probably. Uh, they're not going to go down again, probably anytime soon, and they will go back up. Uh, some of the some of the tax changes are only temporary, right? There, are, most of them are scheduled to sunset in twenty twenty five. Ah, okay. So you got to take advantage. Maybe roll some of those traditional IRAs into Roths. Pay the taxes now, so you don't have that burden later, right? Well, we always talk about that, Tony. The goal is to get everybody from that taxable situation over into that tax-free situation. Because here's the thing, Tony. Isn't it best when you get Congress out of your money? <laughs> yeah. Get the government as far away from my money. I want Uncle Sam, who's not really my uncle, by the way, to stay out of my money. Yeah. <laughs> because it's just, it's one extra stress. And so, yeah. you know, that's one of the the baseline things I always try to do with the people I'm helping, Tony, is to go, how do we get your money into this tax-free environment so that you don't have to listen to what's going on in the news and worry about it? Right. Exactly. Now, back on topic, I kind of got off, uh, off topic there for a minute, but uh, it is important to talk about that and the new tax changes. But uh, And today, uh, and it kind of plays into this, I'm sure, uh, at least partially, but we're talking about, you said, planning our legacy. Uh, explain the difference. You call it legacy planning. Uh, obviously, there's a difference between legacy planning and estate planning, or it's it, it's somewhat the same thing, right? Well, you know, we're, we're kind of splitting hairs here because legacy planning is going to include all of the things that an estate planning will refer to. Estate planning typically is the more functional side, you know, what's your will, what are your assets, who's going to inherit what, and, and kind of into those basics of that legal process. Whereas, you know, the legacy planning is a bigger picture and in in terms of passing on your knowledge your expertise can I share a quick story with you Tony oh sure probably one of the foundational ideas I came across that got me started actually in the financial planning business is I read this book about this guy who was setting up for his family what he called his family trust but what he one of the things he did with this family trust was he included and he, I think, used life insurance to power it was his tool, but he created this basically large bank account for his family. And because, you know, when he passes, then all the life insurance goes in, and so it's just kind of a rolling over thing. But what he did was he created this account so that for the young nieces, nephews, grandkids coming up, when it came time for them to buy their first car, that was where they could go get a loan. And when it came time to buy their first house. This was gonna be the bank where they could get a loan for their house, but along with that loan came the education from the family to say, okay, you're gonna buy your first house, we're gonna teach you how to do it, we're gonna give you a low interest loan to make it happen so that you don't have to go through this process of qualifying or you know working for 20 years to save up enough money for a down payment. But part of that legacy was, we're also gonna make you smart financially and give you that education. So it was this whole legacy idea, and I just thought that was super powerful. Much bigger than just looking at dollars. Right, well, obviously that's huge. Um, why do people though, why do you think people put off legacy planning? Or some people just say, oh, legacy planning isn't for me. Why do people do that? Well, I think just people are uncomfortable. I, you know, just a lot of things like we talk about estate planning or legacy planning, people get in their mind, you know, the American royalty, the Kennedys, you know, these are things that the ultra uber wealthy families do. So that, and then there's just all, you know, there's a lot of that, I, I will 
my family's Catholic, so I'll say that Catholic guilt of who am I to spout off and tell you how to do live your life? So they feel like it's egotistical. It's not the proper humble approach. And so there's that balance to say, it's not egotistical to pass on your lessons learned because I always feel like Tony, there's so many mistakes to make in life. It sure is nice when someone can, can educate you on a couple of them so you don't have to make all of them. Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> that, I like that. That's a good philosophy. So, so it's just, they're uncomfortable with the idea. They feel like they're being a little big for their britches or, and then just the, the idea of, well, who's going to help me do that? Because it usually does include a team. You're going to want your financial planner. You're going to want an attorney. There's going to be a CPA involved. So you really are having this mastermind group, if you will, of people that are going to come together to help you communicate to your family that legacy of, you know, here's what I've done in my lifetime and I want my heirs to be able to stand on my shoulders so there, so you don't have to start from ground zero. Mm. Well, and that's good. Yeah, I think that's a, a one advantage there. Uh, you know, but what about uh, people who say uh, they're worried about uh, maybe ruling from the grave with legacy plans or dictating? Uh, that's really not true or, or a fair uh, representation of what legacy planning is, is it? Well, you know, that's a great question that you ask because that comes that comes from the intention. You know, when you put together a legacy plan, what was your intention? Uh, I went to a uh, an attorney who's tacked for selling uh estate planning, Tony, was to put the fear of God into people and, and to say, well, you don't want Tony, the pool boy, hooking up with your wife when you're gone. So you ought to put into your plan, you know, that she only gets the money if this and this and this happens. Uh, that's ruling from the grave. But, uh. but if your intention to set up your plan is to go, I want to help everybody benefit from my knowledge and grow and be better, it's a whole different intention. So I think that ruling from the grave concern is a question of, I don't know, is that what you're doing? Yeah, true. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that makes sense. Well, hey, we have to take a quick break. Uh, do you have anything else you want to share with us, Tara, before we do? I definitely do, Tony. I would encourage everybody listening to visit my website, www.taraenolan.com. Click on the financially tuned button and download the complimentary retirement income toolkit. It's going to have a lot of great information that will help you start thinking about the kinds of questions you should be asking. And also, Tony, Chris and I have set aside 20 complimentary appointments for the first 20 callers that are really interested to go, I, I've never thought about legacy planning, but I'd like to do that. Can we talk about it? And that number is 719-210-4242. And Chris and I will be happy to sit down with people and answer some questions. Do you ever feel like you need a retirement toolkit to help navigate your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from Tara Nolan Advisory Services right now by going to TaraEnolan.com or by calling us at 719-210-4242. And welcome back to Financially Tuned with Tara Nolan. I'm Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services, and I have my awesome co-host Tony Shore with us today. The title of our show that we're talking about is Planning Your Legacy. So if you're just tuning in, we've been talking so far about, you know, what is legacy planning and some of those misconceptions, you know, the biggest misconception being that's only for rich people. 
And and what's interesting, Tony, is no matter how rich you are, there's always someone who's more wealthy. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously, uh, that's a good point too. A good positive way to look at it. But uh, yeah, I've heard that. Hey, I, I'm I'm not wealthy enough to have an estate plan or a legacy plan or, or a trust. Trusts are just for the wealthy, but that's just not true, is it? It's just not. And, you know, when I was a cadet at the Air Force Academy coming in, you know, one of the questions they used to ask us was, uh, what's it like being a little fish in a big pond? Because, you know, everyone who's come to the Air Force Academy has come from their high school and they were usually valedictorian captains of their teams and all of that sure. kind of stuff. And then yeah. you come come to school with a thousand people that were all that way. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah. I think it's the same thing with finance is w- whichever pool you're swimming in, you make it up to that next tax bracket. And guess what? Right. <laughs> you're just one of many. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so, so it's uh, it's just a, an ongoing thing. But yeah, legacy planning is for everybody. And here's what I really like, Tony, is the way I define it is legacy planning is more than your money. Is You're trying to pass on your knowledge and your life experience as well. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's huge. So uh, obviously, it's important. There are a lot of misconceptions out there. Uh, but Tony, about let me ask you. Planning. I mean, you've got kids at this point. Like, what, yep. what's something that you would just go, "Gosh, if I knew, if I knew then what I know now, what would you want your son to know?" Well, it would be honestly. Uh, in this, as uh, people are going to say, I'm saying this because of you know a financial show, or that I'm hosting a financial show with you, or because it's you asking. But honestly, of of life anything in life, uh, you know, health and uh, family, any topic, uh, it would be regarding finances. I wish I had uh, been smarter with my financial decisions and purchases and uh, saved more and spent less. Honestly, that would be my advice to my son. And I agree with that too. Just knowing what I know now, if I had known that when I was 20, goodness. Yeah. Can you imagine? No, I mean, well, I can imagine it, but. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you don't need to do all those, you know, uh, you can cut out some of the things you're per- spending money on and, and spending time on and use that to put money uh, aside. Uh, imagine where we'd be now, that compounding interest uh, from when I was, you know, a teenager in the early 80s to now, uh, when I started my first full-time job in my te- late teens, uh, if I'd put just $200 a month away to now. Uh, yeah. And even in just something safe. So it doesn't, you didn't have to be like the, the person that picked the magical stock or, you know, went no, through the you, dot com bubble. No, you didn't have to even get lucky. You just put money into the, into the, even, you just put that 200 away, uh, whether it's, you know, in the stock market or not, just as long as it's earning interest somewhere uh, or tied to something that has growth, then you'd be in a great place. Exactly. So these are the kinds of things that legacy planning, it's not just about you're handing over several million dollars for your family to get started with. I mean, that's a nice bonus, but legacy is much more about just like what you said is you don't have to start at wherever you're starting life out, whether you're starting out from scratch or you're starting out a little higher on the totem pole financially, doesn't matter. Make the best decisions you can right from the beginning and and life can just be a lot more streamlined. Yeah. Yeah, you'll be a lot happier in life. So there are life lessons and and experiences I've had that I want to pass on, not just money. And it's always the challenge, right? Because we, I can remember going through that phase when I was about eighteen to twenty, and I knew everything. Oh yeah, I love that one. Uh, yeah, when I was in my early twenties, I was the smartest person alive ever. 
Right. If- and and I was going to live forever. <laughs> so that's the challenge with legacy planning is going, how do we set it up such that these young people will listen? That's the challenge. <laughs> well, and that goes back to something uh, you've mentioned before and you and I agree on, and that's education. And they need to do, uh, they need to have personal finance classes uh, starting early, like sixth grade. You know, I agree. And I actually did an, an interview with a child psychologist and it was fascinating, Tony, because he actually, we crafted at different educational levels, like with kids who are really small, you need that little piggy bank that's like they can see through it because they're still tactile. So they can't understand money except for what they can see. And then, you know, when they get a little older, you know, maybe in 16, you help them open a, a bank account and then you start giving them an allowance and you're saying, okay, well, a third of your money is yours to spend, a third of it you have to save, and a third of it you have to give to charity. And then when they get older, you start saying, well, these are the jobs you do for your family because you're part of the family. And then these are the jobs where you can earn more on allowance. And so just, I thought it was fascinating how as you develop mentally from a small child to an adult, there's a logical educational process about money that goes along with it. Right. And that's a great point, Dara. And that's that's why you're the host of the show right there. But that's legacy planning, right? Yeah. Is how do you start providing that education? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the question right there. So um, how can we ensure that our, our wishes are carried out, that we do leave a good plan? Uh, obviously, it's important to have a plan in place, but how do we ensure uh, that it's going to happen? Well, obviously, it all starts with you got to get it written down. And just like I have found with any of my clients that have successful retirement plans, you got to get it out of your head and getting it written down. And like we talked about, Tony, it's got to be a team. No one person has the full answer. So you really have to put together that team that's going to include your financial professional, your estate planning attorney, your tax professional, and then getting some advice from family and friends that have been through the process. You know, you pull in all this information and then you know, you, it's going to be your plan. So you're the final arbiter of the final decision, but you don't have to know everything. You just have to pull together that team. And, you know, here's what they should be able to do, Tony, is they should be able to kind of evaluate your, your situation and give you advice on, okay, here are the assets you have, you know, here's a couple options. You know, in the military, we call them uh, courses of action. And so we'll always lay out for the generals, okay, we have course of action one, two, and three. I recommend course of action one, but you could also look at two and three. So that way you can kind of make a good decision. You definitely want to look at taxes, right? So here's the question, Tony. Do you you think taxes are going to go up or down in the future? (laughs) I can almost say with certainty they'll go up. Well, and you know, in the 60s, when Ronald Reagan was a movie star, taxes were up in almost the 90%. Wow. So, you know, having them down where they are in about 20, 30 percent, we're not as high as we've been before. That's true. So we definitely want to look at that. You know, and then you've got to get all the legal documents in order, because once you've written it down, then you may have to make sure everything is filed correctly. You know, and this is one big thing, Tony, with people that I always have to look at just in basic estate planning is, especially with divorces, second marriages, those kinds of things. Let's look at your beneficiaries because sometimes, Tony, people forget to update those things. Yeah. And so you want to make sure that's all put together. And so, so that's kind of the starting spot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the beneficiary designations, you have to have those, right? That's a big part of uh, legacy planning is making sure that you have your your will in order, you have a living will, you have a regular will, 
and you have beneficiary designations in place and that you have a clear, you know, you make it clear to your, your spouse and your loved ones uh, what your wishes are, right? Absolutely. And, you know, when you set up a legacy, there's there's different legal documents that you can use to get it done. So you can have a will or you can have a trust. And a lot of times, Tony, this just goes to how complicated is your life? If it's right. you got a pretty small family and it's pretty straightforward that I just want my kids to inherit what I have, a lot of times a will will take care of that. Um, trusts can come into play, particularly, Tony, if there's like uh, the family owns a business or owns real estate. And then sometimes grandparents like to leave money specifically for grandkids' education. So things can get more complicated. And so that can drive you towards a trust. But the thing is, is that's why you bring an attorney on board because they can help you sort through and say, what's the right tool for the job? Your, your job in this process is to say, here's my legacy. Here's what I want to do. And then you pull all these experts in to say, well, here's the tools to get that done. That's really what you want from those experts is they're not going to tell you how to leave the legacy. They're going to tell you, okay, you have this legacy. Am I going to use a trust or a will? Am I going to invest in stocks, bonds, or mutual funds? Am I going to um, convert to a Roth now, or am I going to spread it out over a few years? So the, this, it's the tools that your experts focus on. Right. So there, But there is a difference between a will and a trust, right? Oh, absolutely. There definitely is. So a trust can be a legal arrangement that's going to hold assets for a beneficiary. Trusts just allow you to really tailor a lot of goals and concerns, and you can set out a third-party beneficiary person to manage the trust so that you basically you have someone outside the family that can direct it. And so tr what a trust is, just a tool, Tony, that allows you to handle a lot more complexity. Maybe you could talk a little bit more about how we should start this process. How do we begin legacy planning? Obviously, putting in a call to you is a good first step, right? Well, you know, exactly. But the legacy planning has to start with that first question of, because I, I guarantee you, Tony, if I said, well, what would your legacy plan be? Probably the first thing, that little cartoon bubble above your head would just be blank. <laughs> <laughs> like, have you ever had someone say, oh, tell us a joke. And then all of a sudden you can't think of a single one. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> You're like, oh, no. Story so, of my life. Yeah. Right. So the, the first step really of legacy planning is to to kind of chew on it and go, if if I knew what I wanted to leave in my legacy planning, what would it be? And then when your brain says, I don't know. And then you say, but if I did know, what would it be? So that's where you start to think about what it's going to be. Then we start to get into the nuts and bolts of pulling together that team of professionals. And, and so here's kind of the trick, Tony, is, is I've got a team of professionals that can help you execute and get that legacy planning on paper. But the first step is you have to go, what do I want to leave? What do I want to talk about? And it's a little new the first time you go, oh, a legacy could be more than just, you know, dispersion of my assets, you know, my real estate, my insurance, my whatever you have, that's your stuff but the legacy also includes your knowledge and all of that, those pearls of wisdom that you want to also distribute. Right. And I, I think that uh, when you're talking about legacy planning, uh, it is important uh, to try not to do it on your own or uh, understand who you need to help with it. Uh, so, you know, I, working with you and your professional team to create a personalized plan, uh, that's a good first step, but then what? Well, then it's really important to start bringing your beneficiaries 
on board so that people know what you're doing. And it's, so right. it's a little bit of an educational process because just as you're wrestling with this, oh, I could leave a legacy. If that's not been part of your family conversation, you're also going to want to enter your educate your beneficiaries and say, Hey, guess what? I'm going to do this really cool thing for the family. And here's my intention. It's so powerful, Tony, when you set your intention and share that with people, because then they get a chance to go, Oh, that's really cool. I like that. And then you can start to have conversations. And then Tony, you may even get good input from your beneficiaries to say, you know what we'd really like is if you could teach us about whatever it is, you know, um, I, I know in my family, I have had to teach all my brothers about how to buy a house because no one had ever purchased a house before. So, you know, I was the first one to go, okay, let's talk about basics. Like when realtors talk about points, that's just a percentage. Yeah. You know, simple things like that. So some of that's part of your legacy. So that's what's if you start preparing your beneficiaries early, then they can really get on board and help understand what your intention is. Sure. So what kind of strategies do you have then for the next steps? Oh boy. So, you know, and this is always the hardest step for everybody, Tony, is you want to get organized. And uh, yes. if, if you're one of those people out there listening that's organized, pat yourself on the back because you're a one percenter. <laughs> 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 Most of us, we have the intention of getting organized and it's at the bottom of our to-do list and it kind of slips to the back page every day. But so we want to get organized and you want to make sure what I do, Tony, what we have for our clients is we call it a from the heart journal. And it's actually a workbook designed to step you through that process to if you pass, then your family has all the information they need. They know where your debts are. They know where your bank accounts are. They know all that, all that information you've got to have. And it's all down in writing. So that's an exercise that we find very helpful for people to have um, taken the time to get organized because there's nothing better that you can do for your loved ones than to leave them with that nice package of, okay, here's where everything is. Yeah, good call. And and not only getting organized, but staying organized is the trick, isn't it? I think. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, you know, we can all we can all get motivated to get organized once a year, you know, January. Uh, but then staying that way, uh, that would be, that's tougher. All right. Well, you know what? We're out of time for today's show. It just flew by. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Well, I just, it's so important to do legacy planning, but it's so fun because this is where you get to, to really go, golly, you get to reflect on your life and, and look at all the good and the bad and, and pull out, okay, all those nuggets that you're like, oh, this is really cool and I would like my family to know these things. So that's what legacy planning is all about. And the thing too is you can just drastically minimize the emotional impact of your passing for your family as well by having taken the time to get all that information organized. So there's just goodness all around. So Tony, Chris and I have set aside 20 complimentary appointments for the first 20 callers that are getting inspired and, and excited about the idea of creating that legacy plan to go along with their retirement plan. And uh, it's just, it's just, I'm getting excited about it, just thinking about it. So, <laughs> but Tony, that number is 719-210-4242. Give Chris a call and he'll get you set up with that complimentary appointment. It's 719-210-4242. Tony, it's just, this is, this is one of the, the really fun parts of, of planning for, for your retirement. Yeah, for sure. Well, great show today. That does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with our host, Tara Nolan. 
Join us same time, same place for another show of Financially Tuned. Take care and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit their website at taraenolan.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 